are back in town. Woo! Come on now. We do not care. Tune in and lock Let in. Let me get this out of the way. I'm feeling real good, baby. Tune in and lock in. Stop playing right now. Come on. I already got one to see nigga. Yeah, I got one in the car over to see Yeah. Yeah. Step on a nigga, nigga. Step on a nigga and some all white ones, nigga. Fucking on your bitch, holding on my gun, yeah. Put the plug, I just ran Come on now. I'm gonna shoot no dice in this thing. Gold stats, nigga. Yo. Shoot a team, my twin. It's that, come on, man. It's that future, that future, that super. Back to back in Saudi Arabia, I charge 1.5. Three meals just to talk, nigga. That's all I got. Yeah. I just stepped on a bitch. Oh, yeah. Turn it down, turn it down, turn it down, turn it down. Lock me in. Tune in and lock in. Lock me in. Y'all know what time it is. It is the three day weekend podcast. Okay, wait, let me say it again one more time for the people on YouTube. This is the three-day weekend podcast hosted by your boy, me. I am him, Q, Avery. Come on, Big Q, Q Baby, Q Baby Cheeks, whatever you want to call it. Big Q made it. I don't care. I don't care. You can call me, uh, what, what's the easiest joke on me right now? Oh, you can call me uh, Drewski. That's not a good one, but people think it's funny. They think any, any big black person, honestly... Is who they think I am. I I got Rod Wave. I get all the stupid jokes. It's like, first of all, we is different skin colors, different hairstyles, different facial structures, different everything. But of course, I was I was big from Robin Big for years. I was Keenan. Oh, I was Keenan Thompson my whole damn life. Oh man, I was I was everybody. Okay, they tried to call me every big black dude in the motherfucking world as a kid growing up, as a chubby motherfucker. I was all of that my whole damn life. So whatever, I'm used to the bullshit. It's okay. It don't bother me. Either way, we are here. So I need you to tune in and lock in. But what's up, everybody, man? How's everybody doing? How's everybody feeling? I hope you're doing well. I hope you're doing great. Because me, I've had a long day today, y'all. The corporate life, as I talk about every week, it's just starting to weigh on me now. And I hate to be that guy. I hate to, to be that person. Because I hate to be that guy. But it's weighing on me, y'all. But it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. We're here for the good vibes. I like it, though. I like it. It's a good job. It's a good place. But I got dreams and goals, motherfucker. I got to stop swearing. I got to stop swearing so damn early into the show. They say it's not good for the analytics when you start cussing that early. So I'll save that for the later half of the show. For the new users, new listeners, they don't want to hear swears. You know, if you want to get like... 50-year-old moms, 60-year-old, like, moms, Karens, you want to widen your demographic, you got to 
keep it PC in the beginning, but I don't know. Starting with the boys is back in town, though. That might get a lot of them Karens. They might have heard that say, hold on now. Let me hear, let me listen to this little Negro. Let me listen and see how he sounds. But the minute that future came on, they said, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not my kind of show. We gonna have to cut this one out, block, unfollow, unsubscribe, report. They'll do all that shit to me. I don't care, though. We here. We in the building. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling all right. Poke my chest out a little bit because I'm feeling nice, feeling right. You heard? Need to get me a drink later because I've been I've been stressed out. I'll be stressed out all the time. It's a damn shame. I just be stressed, man. I know how y'all feel. Y'all, y'all feel me because life is just so crazy. It's like one thing after the other sometimes. You know, you get your car fixed and now something else is going on the whip or... You know, you get this fixed. Now you got to pay this for something else. And something, a whole different part of life you got to pay for. You got to get something done. It's a damn shame now. It really is, man. I just got my car fixed. And this battle with the little Spanish dude at the fucking body, the auto body shop. Okay, we battled for about two weeks about what we was going to do, what work was going to be done, what it was going to cost. He was trying to front. Uh, estimate. Papi, I need to give you an estimate. Sorry if that offended you. I don't give a fuck. I'm 25% Puerto Rican, and I'm going to claim that motherfucking shit, okay? Damn, my audience making noise and shit. Come on now. Turn that fucking music all back there. So y'all probably can't even hear that, but I can hear it. It's bothering me. But anyway, anyway, man. Um, so, yeah, he's trying to, we were battling for weeks on what the price was going to be. Okay, and it really wasn't a battle because I was of the impression that it was going to be only this much more. He said about $300 more for this job. I said, well, and he explained the job being kind of crazy. So if he would have told me something high in the beginning, I would have at least been like, all right, I get it. It's very expensive. I understand. It's a lot of work you got to do. I'm willing to pay it. I got to get my car back on the road. I need my whip. So time goes on. I haven't heard nothing from him. A little weird to me, but I was willing to live with it because he said, hey, Bobby, seven days. I need seven days. We got to take the alternator and the engine and take it out and put it in. Okay. All right. I get it, Papi. I understand. See, me, me, me too, Moreno, okay? I understand where you're coming from. I understand the hard work that this country has put us through. Okay? They have put us at the bottom, so I'm here to support you, Papi. Just tell me the price. Make sure it's the same as when I come back in seven motherfucking days. I come back. Well, I actually called, said, hey, I'm going to be down there tomorrow. See, my car is in Worcester, so I had to, I, you know, I had to make plans to go get my shit. So I said, hey, I'm going to come get it tomorrow. I'm going to be in the city. It's cool, whatever, blah, blah, blah. He said, okay, Bobby, no worries. I come down there. Well, yo, where's Miguel? Bobby, Miguel is on vacation. What? On vacation? Hold on now. So how can I get in my car? Can I? Can somebody else? Can we do this? I knew it was gonna be some bullshit from there because he done skated off. He done skirted to a whole motherfucking other country. So whatever. I got the dude who's like the backup, who's like the the, the CFO, and we go into the little dark, dirty ass room. You know how I be in the mechanics offices? It should be dirty. You be thinking they building cars in there. Like, what, what? why the fuck is everything dusty in this motherfucker? It's black as hell in there. Fucking all type mold growing on this shit. Now I got to sit on this dusty ass chair, but whatever, man. Go ahead, man. Just just, just go get the receipt. Tell me what I got to pay. Tell me what I owe. 
But he says, okay, I'm going to call Miguel. He calls Miguel on the phone. Miguel says, oh, uh, is, uh, he sounded real relaxed. He was on vacation, so he sounded real comfortable. Homeboy says, well, what's the price? And they start talking Spanish. They think, I don't know, nigga. I know ochenta. I know what ochenta means, nigga. I know what that means. I know, nigga, I had A pluses in Spanish class. You niggas think I don't know what ochenta is, nigga? Stop playing with me, nigga. I know what ochenta is. I said, ochenta? Oh, yeah. These niggas bugging. Anyway, he hangs up the phone. He looks at me and says, hey, Henry. What? Ain't hey, what? Nigga, we we just, we, we first of all, me and this nigga just talked. We said it was going to be 300 even. Now we want to do all this extra stuff. And y'all want to charge me 800? No, no, no. We got to figure something out, man. So I called my stepdad on the phone. He has a nice relationship with this guy. They argue about shit all the time, apparently. I learned this after. They argue about prices and shit constantly. I didn't know this. So I called him. I said, yo, yo, Lonnie, man, he trying to charge me 800. 800? Put me on the phone with him. I say he's on vacation. He just talked to me last night. Now he's on vacation. Very interesting timing. But whatever. We ain't going to sweat it. We ain't going to fight it. It's okay. Okay. So we're, we're, we're going through here. Right. We're going through. And he says, uh, they're on, not now, because this is all weird, because Miguel's not here. So they have to somehow talk on the phone. So I tell my boy, uh, the worker there, the CFO, whatever his name is. I gave him the phone. I said, yo, Lonnie wants to talk to y'all. He, he goes, oh, Lonnie, 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 Lonnie. So he calls Miguel. And Miguel is only on WhatsApp. Man, Lonnie's wild on the phone now because he's just fed up. But I guess they do this all the time. So now we're me and the CFO is sitting in the office with both of the phones in front of us. We got Lonnie on my phone, Miguel on the other phone on WhatsApp. And the phones is right next to each other. And I'm telling you, nothing was going to get done this way. You can only imagine what that sounded like. One dude in a different country somewhere on vacation trying to run off on the plug. And you got one dude who was just an angry black man that is just yelling and won't stop. So the sound quality of that is already bad. I can, I'm sure you can hear that in your ears right now, how bad that sounds. Okay, so they're not really, I don't think they really understand each other. But somehow they come to an agreement to bring it down to about half of that. I, I was happy and I was very impressed because I don't know how they figured something out, but they did. Lonnie, oh, Lonnie said, I'll pay you back at a later date. We'll discuss that at a later time. We'll discuss that. Well, I don't know what you're trying to charge him, but we'll discuss that. Just give him this uh, and you, you, we'll talk about that later. And Miguel said, okay, whatever. And this is the same guy that we seen in Miguel's phone. He had my stepdad is Negro. If you know what that means in Spanish, that means black. And if you know what that means in America, it means racism. So that's fucked up. Anyway, <laughs> that was that whole thing, man. So I'm glad I got my whip, though. But like I said, now my brakes is sounding crazy. Now my brakes is grinding. My brakes wasn't grinding before I went down there, but I'm not going to put no blame on nobody. All right, I'm going to just let it be for now. For now, for now, for now. I mean, I'm a happy-go-luck. I'm a passive guy at times. So that's just how I like to live, man. But... Anyway, anyway, we'll move, we'll move on. I digress. We do not care. So this weekend, I went to the Jack Harlow concert at UMass Lowell. Okay. B bought tickets. She bought tickets. She was drunk. She loves Jack Harlow. Very different type than what I look like, but whatever. Weird. 
But I'm going to go because he got a couple joints, got a couple hits. I like, I fuck with him. But I don't really, I was thinking about the college atmosphere. I didn't think that through really, but I definitely thought that through and felt it when I was there. Felt like an old fuck. Because I asked somebody, I said, hey, man, do you think, you know, we look as old as we really are? Because to us, these kids look young. They look very fucking young. Yeah, anyway, I feel like a creep already. But anyway, so we're going to go that day and we didn't, we, we we were going, but I was complaining a little bit. You know, I was getting my last minute complaints off because that's what you got to do. You got to get them last minute complaints off, especially, you know, your girl, she, she, she trying to act all happy about something. You got to ruin the fun somehow. That's just what you got to do. So I'm just like fucking around and my sister, we were at my mom's house. So my sister, she's overhearing us and she's like, oh, if you don't want to go, let me go, which we already know she fucks with Jack, but we couldn't go because it was some mishap with the tickets. We bought three, got rid of one too early. We didn't think we needed three, whatever. We weren't thinking. So we get, so we finagle it. We said, we're, we're going to get a third ticket. It's kind of sold out, OD, but you know, Ticketmaster and all that, you finagle, finesse niggas reselling tickets. So we're going to get that ticket. We buy a ticket. Well, she buys the ticket. I say, okay, well, things are going to look like they're going to be okay. Where's the seat? Where is she with us? Is she you found a seat next to us? No. I've done this before. I did this with my friend, and we could sit anywhere we want because we could just go to the box office and tell them we want to be together. And if we're together, they'll try to put us together in open seats. It's like sold out, but ain't really sold out. See, me, I'm not, I'm not familiar with the finesse, so I say, okay, I believe you. I hear you. I'm going to follow your plan. Time gets closer, and I'm getting more skeptical, but I'm like, hey, whatever comes, we'll deal with it, okay? Life hands you lemons, you make lemonade. We get to the place, and it's already kids throwing up everywhere, 18-year-old kids, 19-year-old kids, just puking and crop tops and big jeans, ugly boots, and, oh, I don't know what the fuck kids is wearing these days. It sounds like an old man, but I don't care. And they ain't they wearing much, which is kind of nuts. But anyway, even the dudes, niggas got crop tops on. Or should I say they's or theirs? I don't know. Don't blame me now. But anyway, bit controversial. But hey, I don't give a fuck. My listeners who listen, y'all, y'all fuck with me. Y'all won't cancel me. <laughs> but anyway, we get there. First mishap, well, we, we had bags. Like I had like a little, you know, my little Nike bag. Thought that was going to be cool. Wasn't cool. B had to run all the way back to the car, drop the shit off. My sister had a purse. I had to drop that back off at the car. Meanwhile, we're on the fifth floor of the garage. So, hey, it's a long trip. But whatever. We're waiting. We go up to the box office. B's trying to start her finesse. She gets up there and says, hey, I had a, I had bought an extra ticket. I got two already that are together, but I bought another one. Is there a way that you can put us three together in one section? Any seats, it don't matter where they are. We just want to be together. Lady looks at her in pure confusion and disgust. I couldn't tell which one it was. So what do you want me to do? I can't physically move somebody out of the seat. We are fully sold out. B, looking like a deer in headlights. I've never seen this before. She had finally met her match. She didn't know what to do, didn't know what to say. So I'm sitting there like, oh, I have to bite the bullet on this one. This is going to be ugly. We go up. We walk around a little bit. Everybody uses the bathroom. I get myself a couple drinks. And uh, we, we, we say, okay, what are we going to do? I'll go, me, I'll obviously, I'll, I'll go sit in the other seat. I don't really care. I don't really want to be here anyway. I don't really fuck with this boy, Jack Harlow. Cool music, but I don't fuck with him. But I said, so I, I don't care. I'll go sit anywhere. Y'all two, my sister and B are the ones that love this dude. So I'm like, you guys can bond over him, have a good time at the concert. Me, I don't really care. I'm, I'm going to enjoy my few songs. It's all right. This is where it gets fucking weird. 
And I fucking Oh man I, the, the embarrassment that I feel A little bit Inside of me Even talking about this right now Got me sick to my goddamn stomach I I go okay So it took me a little bit To build this up I had my two drinks I was feeling a little tipsy Had a little bite of an edible before So I was feeling alright Feeling relaxed Trying to calm down I don't like confrontation y'all I uh, I go okay I'm gonna go Took one step Went to the stairs, saw how crowded it was. I can't do it. Walked back up to the top. Now I'm at the top just looking around. Like, damn it, what am I going to do? Looking at my phone, doing the fake look at the phone. Now I'm really alone because they just went to their seats. So I'm just taking a couple more drinks, just trying to hype myself up. So I finally do it. I say, I say, fuck it. I got to go. I got to go, man. I can't stand up here forever. I got to go down there. I run down. I see. I'm just like, all right, going to the sea of people. Looking for my row. You can't see the number of the row, so you got to count from the bottom. So that's a whole other awkward experience because my eyes ain't really that great. So I'm sitting there trying to count the seats from the bottom, and that was tough. I guessed I got in the seat. I said, and I'm sitting there, and I'm cooling, and the dude comes, and he's like, yo, I think this is our seat. So I asked him, yo, what row is this? He says, 10. I was in. It's supposed to be in 9. Hey, I wasn't too far off. The seat in front of me was open. I go, oh, my bad. I'm going to go down there. That was cool. But then I go sit. And like this is a group of girls And I get it I get it Dudes is creepy And dudes is thirsty So immediately a girl might think What the fuck is this creep doing Especially this big ass dude They be acting afraid of the big black guy Whatever But I get it And men in general can be very scary So I understand The, the women being apprehensive about situations I'm not ever gonna be the guy That's gonna say Just be free Be careless I'm not ever gonna be that so I'm, I'm, I feel uncomfortable, but I'm just sitting there, just vibing. I'm saying, "Fuck it." Now I'm looking at my phone. I'm gonna just listen to Jack. I'm cooling. I see the girl. She looked at me. She looked real confused, but I just didn't. really can't hear nothing. So that makes it awkward. I don't say nothing. So I just continue looking at my phone, kind of vibe a little bit. And then she says something, and I go, "Well, what did you say?" She goes, "This is my boyfriend's seat." Whoa! That's a lie. That's immediately my thought. I said, what are you talking about? This is my seat. My ticket right here, everything here is correct. I look down and I say, hey, look at my ticket. Well, first, okay, this is the real awkward thing too. I really, I fucked my whole shit up here. I pull out my phone, make sure fellas or women too, when you're looking at your phone, you're about to show somebody your phone and you're about to show something in the pictures, like a screenshot or something, make sure it's not on no crazy shit. Because me, I fucked up. Because I'm nosy. Y'all niggas is nosy, too. Y'all be screen recording people's Instagrams and stories and all that. So don't front like you don't. I'm just only one exposing myself here. But I hadn't recorded somebody's Instagram story because I thought that shit was funny as hell. I kind of wanted to talk shit, to be honest. I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Fuck it. Y'all niggas do the same thing. Nobody wants to admit it, though. Bitches do that shit all day. But anyway, it was something one-off thing. But it looked kind of crazy, though. Like, the video, it didn't look normal. It was a very normal video, but it didn't look normal on the immediate pull-up. So I pull out my photos because I'm going to my screenshot to show the ticket. And this video comes up. And the girl jumped back. The girl dead ass said, huh? It's like, she thought, like, nigga pulled out the, the, the Pornhub collection on her. This is my proof. Whoa, buddy, put the goddamn cock away. So... I'm like, all right, this is awkward. So I try to put, keep it cool, though. I'm good at keeping it cool. So swipe away like it's something normal. Go and get my ticket. I said, hold on, here's my ticket. I said, look at my ticket, man. This is my seat. I said, we in 150, row nine, seat one. I said, yeah, this is my motherfucking seat. I'm where I'm supposed to be. I'm sorry. I don't know what you want me to do. But I'm trying to listen to Jack Harlow very comfortably. I won't even sit. But her friend comes over and says, that's our ticket, too. 
Motherfucking bitch showed me the ticket. Same ticket. Same motherfucking ticket they had. This is my theory. I know people be doing this. I've seen the finesse before. It usually doesn't work out. Big stadiums, but at like a college stadium where like security doesn't really care. Uh, like the ticket people don't give a shit. They will buy a ticket, resell it on stuff, get their money back for it, and then just still go to the show. When somebody shows up and say, hey, this is my ticket or this is my seat, especially if it's only one ticket, they'll just say, no, it's not. You might fight about it. You might argue about it. But either way, you got into the show and you guys are both in the show. So whatever happens, happens. I've seen the finesse before. So I say, okay, they got us. They got us. Whatever. So I go back up to the top. And luckily, the way it worked out was, like I said a million times, it was a college show. So security was young niggas, and they did not give a fuck. So I just stood at the top. I even had a folding chair when I wanted to sit down. And I just drank and chilled and watched the rest of the show. So actually, it ended up being better than my original situation. But let me tell you, man, I was salty. Okay, I was real salty at first. Like, because it was so embarrassing, man. It was so embarrassing. I'm like, yo, come on now. We battling over these seats and shit. Okay, my, I, I was looking at it like, okay, so do I wait for your boyfriend to come here and we fight? Is that the alternative? Because I don't want it to be, but like, if we have to, then we have to. That, 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 was, that was my only thought in that whole moment. I just was like, if this is what we got to do, then this is what it is. But luckily, it didn't get to that point. I was able to... Um, you know, happily record the sh- uh, watch the show, record the show, all that stuff. My sister had a great time. B had an amazing time. Everybody had fun, and we got we even got out there early because I dipped off. I knew when the last song was gonna be. I dipped off early, went and grabbed the car, and we dipped. Okay, so I, I knew exactly what was going on. It was okay. It was a great fucking show, man. It was a great fucking show. Okay, thank you. We do not care. <sighs> yeah, man. Yo, honestly, man, this is this is kind of fun. This is kind of fun, but. Kind of something I was thinking about, man. Y'all don't realize this, right? Y'all don't see skinny motherfuckers. They don't realize, man, how hard it is being a big dude. Only people that know what it's like being a big dude or a big woman is if you've been there before. I'm telling you, everything is hard. Everything is difficult. Every t- every move. Let me tell y'all something, man. Every single move you do as a big person has to be a calculated one. You know, people make fun of you for doing the rock, the rocking chair move to get out to see every seat. That's calculated. You got to be like, okay, what's the radius? What's the strength I can get from my legs to carry my upper body up? We can't just stand up. You know what I'm saying? Or getting off a couch if the couch is low or if the couch is too comfortable, too plush. Now I got to do a crazy move with the legs. Might even have to do like a a twist and turn just to get up. And I got to do all of this quick without somebody noticing how crazy I really look in that moment. And a lot of people don't even realize what's going on. But in my head, it feels like everybody knows what's going on. That's why I try to be so damn calculated with it. Like, like for example, man, getting even in and out the car. Like, I'm not saying I have a problem getting out the car, okay? I know I'm on my 600-pound life now, but I'm, I'm at the stage where I want to get out the car, like, still smooth. Like, I want to still, like, look attractive getting out the car. You know what I mean? I want to be like, because, you know, I, I was already driving with the hand on the one, the one, uh, you know, hand on the steering wheel, just one hand, moving it with my palm and all that. So he was already like, ooh, you look good, right? I'm killing it. I'm going I'm going 75, cool, comfortable on the highway. But now I got to get out. Now we didn't got to the destination finally. It was a good 30, 45-minute ride. I'm cooling. Now I got to get out. I calculated that whole ride on how I was going to get out. I played good music. I made sure I looked good driving. I keep kept us safe all while I was calculating how the fuck I was going to get out the whip. 
I'm telling you, this shit goes deep. Because you can't just get out regular, you know, because you want to get out. You don't want her to see your butt crack now. You definitely don't want it because that, you, you see, see, my shit is out right now, I think. Once she sees your butt crack when you get out the car, and this goes for skinny niggas too because y'all be sloppy. It's over. And if she don't care, then that girl love you and she's a keeper and you need to stay with her. Because, man, you cannot let her see the crack when you get out. But then you can't overcompensate with the crack move and get out and, and uh, sacrifice how you actually get out the car. It's got to be one of those moves when you're driving, you got to make sure that, you know, the back of your shirt is down while you drive. You got to do it quick. So when you get out the car, push the door open, do the one leg, one leg, and then you got to move, you got to curve your body and step out head first. You know what I mean? You can't, see, my move when I'm alone is I put both, I go, I put my shit out like a, a, a like like a, a nigga with no legs. <laughs> Wait, that don't make no sense. Like a, like a, <laughs> Never mind Anyway I drive like Joe From Family Guy Like I'll put my legs To the side Together And then try to get out That way But that ain't really smooth But I try I do that when I'm alone I've been trying to practice ways To make that look smooth Because that's more comfortable But I haven't really Come up with a formula Formula Yet for that one So We'll figure something out Eventually I guess But Either way y'all you really do not know the struggle, okay? When I go out to the bars and I'm with my friends, man, my skinny, my skinny friends, man, and everybody like to walk and go from here to there and bar hop. I'm like, okay, I could do it. I can hang, but I got to calculate these distances. Hold on now. So I said, what bar you want to go to? Okay, is it Uber? Is it an Uber distance? <sighs> awkward distance. It might be too too close for the Uber, but just far enough that you can get it off, but. You don't want to be the one guy looking for just the Uber. So you're trying to just go and be smooth with the crew. On my phone, checking distances, doing real math problems, 800 feet. How much really is 800 feet? I'm telling you, I'm trying to figure all this bullshit out while I'm drinking. Because, you know, you got because if I get a, because after a certain amount of feet, that's when triggers, that's when it triggers the sweat glands. So the sweat glands start trickling after about 100 feet. 200 feet Then it's like Whoa Buddy Are we working out here Or are we fucking hanging out Are we working out Or hanging out I gotta tell myself Buddy we are Hanging out But we all getting to walk in But that's when I get in trouble Because then now I'm trying to feel cute And like Oh I'm getting my little workout In the day Okay Little walk That's when my body Kicks in overdrive Now we start sweating Under the armpits Is sweating Forehead is sweating Upper lip That's the worst Start sweating Everything Everything now you got now you breathing heavy. So when you get to the bar, the club, or the destination, you got to sit there and try to hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm cool. You, you, you need my ID? Okay, yeah. You just make sure you grab me a Miller Light. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> then you in the bathroom now, trying to wipe your face. Somebody's in the stall doing cocaine or doing something fucking. Now you gotta be at the urinal trying to wipe your face with the paper towels. <laughs> so it's trying to wipe this way. I'm good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm good, bro. I just walked 800 feet. Yeah, yeah, I'm straight. Sweaty as hell. In the bathroom for about 20 minutes, they thinking you shitting in there or doing some sort of drugs. You end up being right mixed with everybody else. It's a goddamn shame. It's a goddamn shame, but it's tough, man. Hey, but we working on it, okay, nigga? That's all you need to know. That's all I'm saying. Hey, just be happy who you are. Keep working on your shit, and you'll be all right. But, uh... I think uh I think that's all right. That's it for me today, y'all. 
This was kind of this was kind of a fun pod today. It was just like all jokes and shit. And that's like my favorite kind of pod, to be honest. Okay, that's my favorite type of shit. But it's been a vibe. I fuck with y'all. As always, man. I gotta thank y'all and I love y'all. I will never take a week off again. I did that shit one time, nigga. And niggas act like they can't come back the next week. Act like they done forgot about Q. That's a goddamn shame. Either way, I fuck with y'all and I love y'all. Check me out on Instagram, TikTok, Big Q Made It, YouTube, Q Avery TV. I'm on I'm everywhere, y'all. Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Anchor, Apple, all that shit, man. You can find my pod there. You can find me there. Look out for the clips every day this week. About to get that shit off. Clip fully loaded. You know the vibes. I'm out of here. Big Q in the building. We out this motherfucker, y'all. I love y'all. Tune in and lock in.